From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And a little twist this week since I will be away on Friday, I figured today would be just as good a day as any to do WTF Friday on Thursday. Yes, folks, yes, we're doing WTF Friday today, Thursday. Uh, but believe me, we would, we've got enough going on right now that we could do WTF Friday, uh, well, pretty much all week. <laughs> because I'll tell you, ever since uh, yesterday, when President Trump showed up in uh, East Palestine, Ohio, and it was everything that I thought it would be. Uh, the people loved him. They were happy he came. Uh, they had thank you signs. There were cheers. There were everything. Uh, unlike uh, Preachy Pete Buttigieg, who today finally decided to show his sorry ass in East Palestine. And believe me, 21, well, it was actually 20 days, but you might as well round it up to three weeks. Three weeks for the nation's transportation secretary to show up at the site of one huge transportation and ecological disaster. And uh, uh, that was bad enough. But considering a report that I just caught earlier this afternoon... Oh, if you thought East Palestine was bad, wait till you hear what happened in Pennsylvania. Oh, my goodness. Uh, John Fredericks and his radio network were in, uh, in Pennsylvania, right near the Ohio border, not all that far from East Palestine. But I'll get into that a little bit. But when Preachy Pete decided to finally show his sorry self, there in East Palestine, a reporters, uh, and, and I'm watching this on video, and I wish I could have uh, gotten at least the audio for this on uh, for today's show, but it was beautiful. I mean, lovely young woman, Savannah Hernandez, uh, works for Real America's Voice and does uh, work with Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk and uh, his crew. She tried to ask Buttigieg a question, why did it take him three weeks to get here? Now, his press secretary, a really dingy broad, was like, um, I'm the press secretary. It's like, no, you're being too aggressive. And no, I will definitely explain it to you, but I don't want to be on camera. Mm-hmm. A dingbat and a coward. Yeah, just what the people of East Palestine needed right now. A guy who took three weeks to show his sorry self, and he's the transportation secretary. He has been nothing more than a comedy of errors, to take a little bit from Shakespeare, but none of it's funny. What he's, what's happening with airports, 
what's happening with supply chains. Uh, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. So no, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> and I and I love this. And, and I want to play a little bit of remarks that President Trump made at the at a local McDonald's where he just bought all the first responders in the town food. He just went to McDonald's and was like, hey, make a whole bunch of Big Macs, whatever they want. And people who were there in the restaurant, they were, uh, he, he gave them free food too. And signing hats and people smiling and, oh my gosh, it, 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 this is beautiful. I mean, people will just shake hands, they smell. Heck, even one woman at a fast food restaurant not that long ago even prayed for President Trump. I mean, you don't, you will not get that with Joe Biden, ever. Not with Buttigieg, not with anybody. Trump, and only Trump. And I'll let him, I'll let President Trump speak in his own words when he was asked about uh, all the crud that Preachy Pete uh, was trying to throw at him. You got that right. Three weeks and now Preachy Pete shows up because he got shamed and pressured into it. But, you know, it, it's no big deal. And Biden still hasn't shown up. Still hasn't shown up. I mean, I saw a report today. in the, Right there in East Palestine, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani, came to visit. And... He, and, and Giuliani recounted talking to some of the local residents. And this is a question, and, and it breaks my heart to have fellow Americans, hardworking, God-fearing people, asking America's mayor, and, and this is a quote, does Joe Biden hate us? I'm like, oh my gosh, what, I mean, Really, if it wasn't for the fact that the situation was so serious, 
and so dire for so many, I would have just gone, what? But there is a point to it. I think it's a legitimate question. Does Joe Biden hate the people of East Palestine? It's just the town of 5,000 people. Now, I guarantee you, if this type of thing happened in a large city, say like Chicago, uh, New York, uh, anywhere in the Midwest, I mean, could be Oklahoma City, could be Kansas City, anywhere, you damn well better believe they would have had a much better and much bigger response than this Bush League stuff that the EPA is doing. I mean, trying to throw the EPA is trying to throw the local fire chief under the bus because they're trying a CYA maneuver? Uh, no. That's not plausible. Or there's no even no plausible deniability. Now, of course, let's talk about Norfolk Southern. They are just in the right in the middle and they have major PR problems I mean major but one thing that I heard today coming from Pennsylvania uh, the Pennsylvania State Senate the uh, Veterans and Emergency Preparedness Committee uh, in the Pennsylvania Senate which is chaired by Doug Mastriano and I thought uh oh this is going to get serious, and believe you me, it did. According to reports by John Fredericks of John Fredericks Radio uh, Network, who was in attendance at this meeting, uh, this field meeting, there were absolutely, I mean, it was just crazy. There were people angry, real people, uh, a single mom with two kids who went before these people and said, you know, she has no home. What is she going to do with her kids? And this is a single mom working two jobs right in middle America and went up there to these senators and just was, oh my gosh. I mean, it, it would break your heart. Now, you want to talk about weirded out. Now, this, some Yahoo from the Pennsylvania Emergency Management Agency, or PEMA, testifies for 20 minutes, and the ranking member of the committee, uh, a Democrat, got so angry at this guy, and, it's, and she's yelling at him, like, you've given us no answers for 20 minutes. Oh, man. I mean, you want to talk about real bipartisanship? A Democrat just went off on a state uh, bureaucrat. Holy cow, folks. Then you had another uh, state senator, a Republican, pretty much called this guy another failure. And people, real people with real issues going on, they can't, I mean, you want to talk about heartless Norfolk Southern I mean oh my gosh some clown from Norfolk Southern finally calls back a guy trying to figure out what they're gonna do and their response is well why don't you get a hotel save the receipt and maybe down the road 
uh, we'll, we will reimburse you. That is Norfolk Southern. The heartless bastards they are. That's, you don't do that sort of thing. That's insensitive. That's tone deaf. Tone deaf. I mean, it's worse than tone deaf. It's downright evil to just tell somebody who, who's working class, they don't make all that much money. It's like, well, you can just get a hotel and maybe we'll give you and you down the road. Just make sure you save the receipt. I would have told, well, I would like to tell you exactly what I would have told this sucker, but I'm trying not to be as salty as I've been lately. But yeah, I would pretty much rip him a new one or her, whoever it is. Now, you know, there's going to be a whole lot of CYA by Norfolk Southern. There's going to be. There have to be because they are pretty much in the crosshairs of not only the state of Pennsylvania, the state of Ohio, and now the U.S. Congress. Because I'm sure Senator J.D. Vance, their freshman senator from Ohio, is going to be working with others in the Senate, in the House, uh, especially the Ohio and Pennsylvania delegations. Hey, we need to have hearings like ASAP. There needs to be subpoenas. There needs to be grand juries and panel in Ohio and Pennsylvania. This is unacceptable. And it and thank God for Donald Trump. Yes, I know. All you Trump haters are going to hate me, so hate all you want. But if it was not for him, the Biden administration wouldn't have gotten off their sorry asses and finally got there. Yeah, the EPA administrator. Oh, and, then, and he's pretending like he cares. They do not give a damn. They don't give a rat's ass about you, America. I mean, if it takes the EPA administrator like 18, 19 days to show up, uh, Mike DeWine, the governor of Ohio, Republican, well, he finally decided to show up for more than an hour. Uh... You've got people like Benny Johnson, great guy, fellow Floridian, lives down on the Gulf Coast, has a great, makes videos, uh, does all kinds of great content and memes. He goes to East Palestine just with his a, a minimal team of finding folks who were closest, finding 20 families, 20 homes, that were closest to the crash site, he goes without the government, no blessing, that like he really needed it, and goes and gives these people a thousand dollars cash. Thousand dollars cash from his own business. And you know, and of course some people were like, you know, are you from Norfolk Southern? Or you know, they were they were traumatized, they didn't trust him. It's like he didn't want a thing from them. He just wanted to do the real Christian thing and love and help people. And he put his money where his faith was. And I loved it. Oh gosh, I was almost ready to cry. I, I wish I could do that sort of thing. I really did because these people need help. They're, in, they're barely hanging on. They're dying on the vine. 
And the American government didn't give a rat's ass. Period. Now, yeah, I know I'm, I'm, I'm salty today, but I'm, I'm also mad. I mean, what happened in this hearing in Pennsylvania? I mean, with people who, are, who have welts, who have rashes, their kids, they can't drink the water. They can't shower in the water. They can't do jack. And yet, what's the, the sound of silence from governments, be it state or federal, is deafening. Nothing short of deafening. And my heart breaks for these people because their lives are going to be screwed for years. They're going to have to constantly worry if they or their children are going to get some type of cancer or other debilitating disease down the road. Six months, a year, two years, they don't know. And as far as the cleanup, they've even screwed that up because Norfolk Southern put new track over the contaminated soil in East Palestine all because they wanted to get their trains back on track. How ir freaking irresponsible is that? Um, you know, and, and FEMA finally is getting involved, trying to get some money down there. But frankly, I think people like President Trump, he brought the goods. He did not come empty-handed. He brought water. He brought supplies. Uh, other things to help to help these people in the cleanup and as far as as far as health goes Governor DeWine better get his rear in gear and do something to help these people in the long run not just set up some nice little temporary clinic that's going to be gone uh, as soon as the uh, media leaves and all the intention goes away, it's like, mm-mm. No, even Rudy Giuliani, as I said earlier, even he's down there in East Palestine to work with the mayor and all the other mayors of the surrounding towns that have been affected to keep the pressure on. And thank you, Rudy Giuliani, for doing that. God bless you. They need a heavyweight. They need heavyweights like Rudy Giuliani and President Trump to help them because they're going to need it and they're going to need it for quite a while. Hallelujah for that. But with all of that, I mean, there's another interesting field hearing. Now, the House Judiciary Committee is down in Yuma, Arizona to talk with residents, local law enforcement, business owners about how the Swiss cheese border has affected them, their community, their way of life. Now, of course, the Democrats, not a single solitary one of them, came along for the trip. It's all Republican. Now, why, uh, if the Democrats think the border is so great and so secure, they would jump on the, they would jump at the chance to show the people. But nope, they don't. They're cowards. They're absolute cowards. These Democrats. They don't want to see what their foolishness has brought. I mean, the Bible says it pretty clear. You reap what you sow. And because Joe Biden sowed the seeds of anarchy 
and lawlessness, and the border is just a full-on mess, yeah, we're reaping it. The people of Arizona are reaping it. Texas is reaping it. New Mexico, uh, maybe to a little bit of a lesser degree, but they're reaping it. Yeah, and actually the whole stinking country, because now practically every state, or I shouldn't say practically, every state is a border state now. And these various states, whether they're run by red or blue people, they have to deal with the brunt of it. How many billions of dollars, tens of billions of dollars a year for, for food, for housing, for education, for infrastructure, for public safety? Come on, folks. Now, all you open borders type, and especially for you progressive Christians, mm -hmm, I'd like to say, it's like, how, how's it working for you? Hmm? How's it working for you? Six million illegal immigrants coming to the country, and along with the fentanyl, along with the human trafficking, along with the sex trafficking, uh, bringing the kids, you know, unaccompanied minors. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yes. And, of course, other drugs, not just fentanyl. Meth, crack, whatever. You know, and you've got over 100,000 people every year dying from fentanyl overdose, fentanyl poisoning. And even the great Joe Biden can't even get the numbers right. He's talking about 70,000? No, once again, Joe Biden, you've come up way short. How many people's kids? How many heartbreak? Heartbreaking stories of parents who have lost their kids or they've lost loved ones to this crap and they're doing nothing. I mean, just, I believe, yeah, earlier today, just catching a story that the Border Patrol caught a truck loaded with so much fentanyl it, it, was, it could kill an estimated 800,000 people. That's a lot of fentanyl. And yet, once again, the feckless, hapless, dementia-riddled Joe Biden cannot get a clue. I mean, it's bad enough. He goes to Ukraine on his little surprise visit, and he falls down the stairs going into Air, For Air Force One when he gets to Poland. Oh, this is indicative of what this regime this administration is all about they're constantly goofing up and the stakes are as high as they've ever been because tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of the russians invading ukraine and yet after the tens of billions of dollars that we've already sent them we are still now on the fast track to world war three and Vladimir Putin's speech, State of the Nation speech yesterday, uh, talking about pulling out now of the SALT Treaty, the last nuclear proliferation arms control treaty. I was like, yep -oh, we we've got it wrong. Again, instead of worrying about the eastern Ukraine, we need to be more focused on the South China Sea and what the sea and what the Communist Chinese Navy 
and army are trying to do to take over Taiwan. That's the real issue. That's the biggest threat. But nope, once again, we, we've got too many Republicans and a whole lot of Democrats getting it wrong time after time after time. Ay caramba. Ugh. But yeah, we, we're, we're, we're not focused. We're not focused on the southern border. I mean, heck, not, no Democrat had the courage to go along with Republicans to go to this hearing in Yuma. So yes, for all you Biden fans, I hope you I hope you're liking this because you helped make this happen. And no matter how much you want to gripe and moan and tell me, you know, it's like oh yee, 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 yee. it's like your whiny babies, shut up before I really get upset. You know, sit down, have a cookie and shut up. Because I'm sick and tired of whiners. I'm really sick and tired of whiners. Because we've got a country that's going pretty much to hell in a handbasket and too many people are either asleep at the wheel or they gave up and resigned to trying to stop it. I am not one of those people. I'm still going to fight. I'm still going to be a voice for liberty, for freedom. And if you're a screw-up, Republican, Democrat, man, woman, doesn't matter. I will call you out. I will be happy to call you out because if nobody calls you out, you know, and you get all offended because you got busted for being a dingbat, I can't help you. And I have no intention of helping you, to be perfectly honest, because you need to be held to account for your foolishness. It's that simple. Ugh, mercy. Anyway, my friends. I see by the clock on the wall, I'm just about done for today. I guess this was more like WTF Friday on Thursday or in black and rant. <laughs> uh, I could probably do a few of those for a while. But if you want to give us a shout out, questions, comments, whatever, send us an email in black and right at gmail.com. Visit our website in blackandright.net. Uh, you can also uh, find us on social media, uh, on Twitter, on True Social, True Patriot Network, Parlor, Instagram, Facebook, and even uh, Getter, and especially Getter. And we'll be putting up some more content on our Rumble page uh, here over the weekend. So for now, uh, I will see you good folks on Monday. And in the meantime, take care, God bless, and always remember that patriots come in all colors.